0: If you're an ambitious business owner, ready to think big, rewrite your own rules, and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach, helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Today I want to talk to you about how much you want to pay yourself, you, the owner of your business. Something that I posted about on Instagram recently, and by the way, if we aren't friends on Instagram, then we definitely should be. So jump over there and let's follow each other. You'll find me at Simply Smarter Numbers, of course. But this something that I posted on Instagram caught the attention of quite a few of you, it seems, and it was all about identifying and closing the gap between what you're paying yourself and what you want to be paying yourself. So I just thought I would dive a little bit deeper into that topic today. And so we're going to cover off on a few of these questions. One, what you want to pay yourself. Secondly, how much you should be paying yourself. Thirdly, why that gap might exist. And then finally, what you can do to try and close that gap. But before I do, everything I talk about in this podcast is very general in nature. And you should always first and foremost consult your accountant about all of the financial decisions that you make in your business. Everyone's particular situation is very, very different. And you will all need to seek your own personal advice. This is very general in nature. So first up, your first job is to take a pen and write down what you're paying yourself right now. Right now, post the government COVID handouts that nearly every business in Australia got. Right now, what are you paying yourself? Write it down and if your mind works better by looking at it as a a weekly payment, then that's fine write down what it is that you're taking out of your business each week. If your mind works better looking at it annually, then write that number down. And if you're actually taking nothing out of your business, then that's okay. Just write down zero. And next, what I want you to do is consider how much you want to pay yourself. Want not should or might or could pay yourself, but how much do you want to pay yourself in an ideal world? Here's a little task for you to do when you're thinking about what it is that you want to be able to pay yourself. Get together with your partner if you have one or on your own if that just suits you. Pour yourself a glass of wine because, well, any excuse to pour yourself a glass of wine and work through your ideal living budget item by item by item. Could be ideal mortgage repayments, ideal car repayments, how much you would love to invest regularly, your ideal entertainment budgets, your ideal holiday budget, ideal budget for membership school fees, clothing, the whole works. List it all out one item at a time, what you would love to ideally be spending in your life, on your lifestyle for one ideal year. Okay, let's just say that that totals up to 180,000. And let's pretend that maybe you do have a partner and they're already contributing about 80,000 or so of that. So you want to have access, ideally, in a perfect world, of $100,000 for yourself each year. Now, this $100,000 it needs to be after tax. So you might need to add on some money for tax and depending on your situation, let's just say for the sake of this story that we're going to add on another $30,000 for tax. So I ideally want to be paying myself about $130,000. Now this is not the same for everybody and as I said earlier, I don't know what your tax rate is, I don't know what your business structure is. Talk to your accountant if you really want to get serious about finding out what these numbers are and For the sake of this story, I'm just going to say that we want to take $130,000 out of our business in order to meet our ideal lifestyle living requirements in the future. Let's also say that right now we're actually paying ourselves about $1,000 a week, which is $52,000. Okay, so we've got $52,000 that we're paying ourselves now but we ideally want to be paying ourselves $130,000, so we're $78,000 short. $78,000 is that gap, the gap between where I am being paid and where I want to be being paid. So before I talk about why that gap might exist, I have been asked in the past, how much should I be paying myself? My first answer is, ask your accountant. My second answer is it's your business and you're in charge and you should decide. And my third answer is that it could be really helpful to think about what you may have to pay somebody else to do what it is that you do in your business. So that's about more of a a question for you as to what you should be paying yourself. They're my three answers there. Now, let's talk for a moment about why that gap might exist. So, we have a gap of $78,000 in this pretend business. Why might that gap exist? You may be reinvesting all of your available cash back into growing your business. That is really common, it's not unusual. You might be conservative when it comes to cash flow and you prefer to just leave it in the business in case you have any potential opportunities that crop up. It might be that you want to leave a cash buffer in case of a a downturn in your industry or in case you lose a big client that you know that you're too heavily reliant on. Whatever it might be, you might just be a bit conservative when it comes to cash and that's okay. Another reason could be that the business is just not profitable enough. You might have too much debt in your business and you might be really committed to just smashing that debt first before you take any more money for yourself. Again, completely okay. If you've never asked your accountant before, If you can actually take some excess cash out of the business for yourself, that's another reason why people tend to just leave it there because they've never really got permission or found out how they need to be taking or should be taking money out of their business. So talk to your accountant about that one. And it could also be that your business structure could include say a business partner or a silent investor we all have different things going on in our businesses and sometimes this can prove to be difficult when it comes to paying yourself more money it could be that perhaps this gap is here because you have too many unfinished jobs perhaps you have too many accounts outstanding too many people owing you too much money So you may be profitable, but you're just not getting through your work quick enough and the money's not coming in quick enough. So you're always kind of chasing your tail. So these are just a few really broad reasons why there might be a gap to start with. And now I want to give you a few things that you can look at so that you can work on closing that gap. So what you are selling, that's number one. These are a few things. I've got four things here that I want you to look at when it comes to working on closing the gap. What you're selling is number one, the services that you offer. Do you need to streamline those services? Find out what's profitable, what's not profitable. Stop selling some services or start focusing your selling efforts on selling different services. What can really help is to stand back and really review your entire service offer. Is your current service offer ever going to be capable of making you the money that you want? That is without having to run yourself into the ground, of course, and work even more hours than you potentially are right now. So that's number one, looking at those services. Number two is working out whether or not you're pricing your services well enough, So when it comes to pricing, I could honestly talk for hours, but I'll try and keep it really short here. Get some no fluff advice from somebody outside your business. Are you selling the value in what it is that you are providing? Are you selling the benefits Or are you selling the features? Are you selling the, for example, the health transformation? Or are you selling the number of exercise classes that you might get in a fortnightly membership? Have a look at what it is, the value that you are providing to your clients, and then make sure that that's what you're selling It's really going to help when it comes to pricing your services and actually selling your services at that price. Is your pricing aligned with the value that you think that you're providing? Are you too cheap or are you too expensive? Both can be just as bad as each other. Does your branding, your words, your marketing, your images reflect top class if you're providing a top class service with top class results and you want to charge a top class price then you need to look at everything that you're doing in your business from branding to wording to marketing to your website to your images to your actual service offers to your target market there's such a wide range of different things that come into play when it comes to one pricing your services but then two, actually getting the clients at the price that you want to price at So if you're not 100% certain on some of this stuff, then ask someone that you can really trust for an honest opinion. So someone for an honest opinion, which is not not a yes person. I'm going to say there's a lot of yes people out there that will look at your website and say, yeah, it looks fantastic. Of course you should be charging this, but you know, really? Does it really? Read what it is that you have in your website, does it truly reflect the value that you're providing? And then does that in turn reflect the pricing that you want to put on your services? Ask somebody else and not a yes person. Do you need to tidy up your efficiencies? What can you do better that's going to save you some time and will save you some money? are there holes in your team? That's the next one. Are your team making you money or are they costing you money? How are you tracking this? What are you doing to make more from your team or to get more from your team? And what are you doing to help your team be the best, most productive, most profitable version of themselves? So when it comes to working on closing the gap, I want you to use the eyes wide open approach and start by looking really clearly at your service offering, looking really openly at your pricing, looking at your efficiencies, and then looking at your team. So, they're just four places for you to start when it comes to trying to close the gap between what you're paying yourself now and what you really ideally want to be paying yourself in the future. And if it's time to start taking care of you and to pay you a little more, then hopefully this is going to get you started. So that's all I've got time for today, but whatever you are doing in the world and wherever you may be, I hope you have a fantastic week and I'm looking forward to putting out next week's podcast. I've got a really interesting guest coming on. So yeah, stay tuned, hit subscribe if you haven't already and yeah, we'll catch up with you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honored that you tuned in.